Welcome to another installment of Gas Money. We got Tune in the building. Yo, yo, yo. And we also got my boy Godfrey in the building. How's everybody doing? What's going on? Yeah, Godfrey's supposed to introduce me now. Oh, my bad. <laughs> of course, we got, we, got, we got AG in the building. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, we're just shaking off the rust. Uh, Gas Money podcast fans, please, you know, uh, bear with us. We're back. It's been a while, but... These are some uh, pressing times with pressing issues. So we're going to, you know, try to tackle these things one at a time. So how are you good fellas doing? How are you good brothers doing? I've uh, been chilling, man. Scratching and surviving. How about you, Godfrey? I've been all right. You know, um, obviously everything is not as convenient as we like it to be. But, you know, I've been blessed to be able to still gain a, a decent wage in these times in my family's good. That's, that's great. Um, so, so have you guys? It's good. Have you guys looted any cool stuff? Uh not at all, man. I've been busy when uh, when when that was going down. I was actually. What are you talking about? Know. Oh no, Godfrey's on the other side of the looters. He's actually a security guy, so he got to make sure oh, that uh, exactly. <laughs> not looting. <laughs> no looting zone over here. I hope you got out the way. That's what you should. Nah, nah, you gotta. Oh, saying like. I'm one of those guys who I'm looking for somebody to try me over some like looting stuff. It's like, listen, if y'all want to get crazy over here, we can get crazy over here too. Listen, like, nah, I'm not doing that. At least not where I'm at. Go loot over there. Don't you, got a, you got a gun on on, uh, on site? Like when uh, when you work, you work with a gun? Nah, I work with, <laughs> these, with these hands. That's what I'm, ah, I'm sorry, but people ain't moving like that no more, man. <laughs> That's a fact. But, you know, like at the end of the day, nothing happens. So I got God with me. Like, nothing happens. We're good. That's definitely most important. Exactly. <laughs> so besides um <laughs> making sure things don't get looted, um have you guys been like dealing with any like virus concerns, any virus scares, anything uh, like that? Only only in the beginning, like uh you probably remember, but uh like the first week I thought I had like symptoms, but uh that shit was nothing. It was a little three day uh common cold, it was nothing. Thank God. Okay. How about you, Godfrey? I mean, from my perspective, I feel like everyone had one because at the end of the day, it started in what, like March, February-ish? Yeah. So that, yeah. that is flu season. So if yeah. you get sick, oh, no, I think I got the COVID. Like, dude, you would have got sick regardless. You would have got a cold, something like that. Me personally, like, I had, and it's funny because at that time, I was getting heavy into, like, the plant-based diet. So I wasn't having any, like, coughs or anything like that. None of the seasonal but a lot of people were scared. But I was like, you know, you got to remember that that time of year is when people normally get sick. So it's par for the course almost. Like, like you can't take it for. That's just me, though. Yeah, yeah I definitely uh, agree with you on that. I usually get sick one time a year and it always coincides with me getting on the airplane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had that before. Yeah, funny enough, Tune and the gang are planning a trip to the, the new epicenter of this virus. Texas. Florida. Florida. I thought it was Texas. Yeah. Yeah, all, it's, like, it's, like a, it's like a three-headed monster right now. I believe it's California, Texas, and like I think Miami's like the, the ringleader of like the, the new... You know what it is? It's all the red states. 
<laughs> yep, the non-believers. Yo, yo, how did New York? New York was number one at one point. Now we're the la- We have the lowest cases out of nowhere after all these protests. How? We're wearing masks. That's exactly what it is. We're wearing masks. We're wearing masks. I be. I'll take your word for it. I. <laughs> what you think it is? <laughs> I think. I think to be quite honest, I there to fight against the whole Donald Trump campaign, hundred percent. Because all of a sudden, all the rally sites and all the all the red states that he normally get his constituency from, his support from, they are, they're like spiking in COVID. Meanwhile, blue states, especially like New York, that's a given liberal or Democrat state, are all Tom Lowe's. Mm. And I'm like, Cali. I'm like, this don't make no sense. Like, just a few weeks ago, it was like, yo, New York, oh my God. Like, if COVID was a person, he's chilling in New York. Now yeah. he's in Texas, in Florida. This don't make no sense. Yeah. I mean, unless you see what's going on. Me, at least. That's my perspective, once again. Yeah, I, I definitely uh, agree with you on that. But to me, it seems like this virus can't pick and choose how it gets transferred and who it really affects. Oh, so let's get to the big question then. Like, is this a real virus? Is it a fake virus? Like, tell me what you think. I want to know what you think, AG, matter of fact, because your language is pretty divisive. I I think that is definitely a real virus because, you know, people have doubted. I don't want to um, hmm. ever, you know, minimize the impact of, you know, death. I haven't had yeah. nobody personally, like, really, really close to me die from it, but that people have definitely died. The only right. part to me that's a little funny is if I were engineering a virus to destroy an economy, because, you know, warfare in the 21st century doesn't seem to be Oh, bang them up, shoot them up, blow them up kind of thing. It seems to be an economics thing. So if I was going to engineer a virus that forced everybody to stay inside, that means no more work, that means no more infrastructure, I would target the working class, which Mm. seems to be what this virus is targeting because babies are not getting affected by this too much. High schoolers are not getting affected by this too much, but the people that got to get up every day and work are definitely the ones that seem to be affected by this the most. And it came out of Wuhan, China, which is our biggest, you know, economic rival. So I just think that's a little, you know, on the nose. Like it's kind of like they're showing us what is going on without showing us what's going on. That's how I feel about it. Right. <laughs> so, no, nah, nah, I was waiting for Todd to go, but I'll tell you what I think. Go ahead, Todd. Uh, I, I definitely think it's real. But, uh, uh-oh. Nah, I missed that. You're going to have to repeat that. Is everything good? Uh, nah, nobody said anything. Uh, yeah, because we was listening to you, but uh, kind of like went in, uh, in and out. It uh, broke up a little bit. Oh, no, I was asking for you, for your opinion. What do you think? Oh, yeah, no, I definitely think it's a, a real thing. Uh, I was, uh, at first, I thought I was like uh, really like scared about what was going on. Not like, like fearful, but like I didn't know what was going on. So like obviously that caused a little bit like confusion. But uh, 
Just as far as for like what what has happened and what has came from it, uh, I definitely do think it was real. I don't know if it was manufactured or not. Uh, I kind of been like uh, out of sight, out of mind with this kind of thing, being mm-hmm. new. But uh, I definitely think it was think it is real, and um, I think it's gonna at least until we they find something or we could do something about it. It's gonna be a new way of life of how like we're living now. We have to be way more careful and conscious of you know, how we're moving and how vulnerable we are to, like, these new things going on in life. That's pretty much my take on that. Somebody sucked their teeth, though. Somebody <laughs> took, I, did, I had to. I couldn't, I, couldn't, I couldn't hold it in. Because I'm just not with this whole change in the way you live. Like, bro, 8,000 people die a day. A day, 8,000 people die, period, regularly. That's a fact. The flu, the flu cooks, like, 60,000 people a year. Yeah, yeah. Like, our numbers haven't even hit that yet. And it's like, oh, this is the most busy my dude. Like, people die from random things all the time, and we don't hide inside our houses over them. The way they're painting this disease is the problem. I, I believe it's fully real, and it can take life. Talking about at the hype they're talking about, I totally disagree with it. I'm sorry. That does not make oh, any yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. I, something yeah, that you can find I, on all, all kinds of cans is killing people this easy. But then again, you know I mean, like, just something's not adding up. I say it would change the way of life, at least on my standpoint, is that uh, my mother has an underlining uh, health issue. So, like, I know just from my, like, my say, I know, like, I got to be on top of certain things or I would want her to be. I'd rather her say um, I'd rather her be prepared and she be wrong than the world like you be right. And then she wasn't prepared. And then, like, you know. She went outside with no mask on and shit like that. You feel me? I know so that means to be like, safe. Yeah. Safe. Sorry. Like yeah. me, like yeah. me, I'm I'd rather walk the thin line. I believe that I, you know, I could go to a park without a mask on and play ball and stuff like that. But her, on the other hand, I'd rather her do the simple put a mask on, wash your hands. Like, you know, every time you touch anything, like a high uh, what they call it, a high cautious surface, like doorknobs and stuff. I need her mm-hmm. to be on for that stuff. But the all the other hype. I'm not really falling for it. All right. All right. Um, I guess we all pretty much have the same idea. And um, we don't we don't really disagree too much. Uh, Godfrey, you sound like you don't think this is real at all. I remember in the beginning, you two wasn't jacking this shit at all. <laughs> <laughs> Me? Yeah, I remember. Nah, I remember. It's not even nah, because you know what? people are dying, but I don't think they're dying from COVID, bro. Yeah, I, I agree. Be I honest, there's been a lot of videos that surface. A lot of people, uh, health professionals, doctors, nurses, um, uh, medical practitioners who've come out and said like people are doing like wrong medical practices on people and actually killing them when they go to the hospital. Like the fact that they don't let family members in to see their family members when they're in the hospital keeps those people people alienated and they don't have. Advocate to be like, yo, they don't do that to her. Like, she doesn't need that. So what they'll do is they'll put someone on a ventilator who doesn't need to be on a ventilator, and the ventilator will kill. Them. And yeah. they'll say COVID did it. That's those are the problems that are like making this into a sickening situation. What you're saying uh, in, in um, the case of your mother is, is right. You should be smart about that, and obviously do things the right way. But when they're inflating the numbers the way they are and just lying about what's really going on, that's what makes this mass fear and makes people become almost animalistic like yo if you're not taking it seriously you're the problem you know and that's the problem that we're having like people don't even want to talk about it like let's be honest this this can't be as real as it is if the the mta is still open the mta is filthy there's gotta be there's gotta be in there i've seen people just 
mask on, mask off, touching their face, touching surfaces. I'm like, yo, you, there's no way. This is as deadly as they say. There's no way to stop. Yeah, no, nah, I definitely. There's too many times they said, yo, this this one thing. And they say, actually, no, you can't catch it from this. So, yo, this smoke is fire, man. And for me personally, the day I found out that 9-11 was not what I thought it was, after that, I questioned everything that's in when I found in syphilis experiments wrong for being for being super inquisitive, then for them to, to let them just inject me with something and, and you know, yeah, yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I definitely agree. So then, how do you guys feel about um this vaccine? Oh, not fucking with it, not fucking with it. <laughs> all I gotta say, I know all black people feel the same way. Nah, I'm not doing it. I just want to say to every black person who's listening, keep that same energy when. They- start talking about, yo, you want to work or not? Ooh. You know I mean, it's going to come to a time where we're going to have to go back to the tribal ways. Like, yo, let's harder, come together, let's make it happen because they don't want us to work without this vaccine or go to school without this vaccine. So that's all I got to say because I know most most people in general are not with it. I'm talking to white people, Asian people, Spanish people, black people. Everyone's like, nah, I don't want this vaccine. It's coming too quick. But we'll see. Um, I mean, if they hit us with the, yo, um, you you need open heart surgery, but you gotta get a vaccine to get open heart surgery. What are we gonna do about that? Because I don't know about you, Godfrey. I can't do open heart surgery on anybody. So what you mean? Like they're gonna make it a requirement to just be in society. So nah, we can barter and trade <laughs> all we want. They gonna, but, they gonna give you the vaccine. You like, I need open heart surgery. All right, cool. I'm like, all right, so you need the vaccine. You gonna take the vaccine? And you be like, yo, let's give him our open heart surgery. Like, you won't need that anymore. You'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> what you need, what you need, is to start preparing for your funeral, my guy. Because it's over. <laughs> That's what they're gonna be saying. Hey, don't worry about your open heart surgery. You're good. Damn. Nah, bro. Do they? Do you know that vaccine kill like numbers? Oh, matter of fact, sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. Let me just say this. I think it was the country of India where Bill Gates is banned, and also I think it was some Asian country where they said they had, they had no cases of autism until they let Bill Gates come in with those. Uh, okay. I, I'll be reading them same things. I don't like the vaccines neither, man. That's nah, the, I'm not with it. This is my argument, though. We're all sitting here. We've all been vaccinated, bro. No, that's not. Nah, those are old vaccines, though. These new ones. Mind you. My bad. Let me cut you off one more time. My bad. Right, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Because I think it was 19... 19- 1980-something, they passed this act that basically makes injuries or, you know, like if you get autism or any kind of adverse effects, they're no longer liable for if that happens to you. So you can't sue them if, like, they inject you with something and, like, your, your eye doesn't work no more or your whole left side is slow or you end up, like, like with autism you know what i mean like if that happens you can put anything in a, a vaccine and if it messes you up it's like oh snap i'm sorry well you gotta live like that or you're dead now that's a problem like if i can't call you out for messing me up then you can do what you want to me yeah that's definitely sounds pretty shady but then um you know i gotta play white devil's advocate you oh got my god <laughs> bill gates <laughs> bill gates is saying that Y'all listen to the computer boy? Cure America. He's going to cure the world. Boy. I mean, (laughs) boy. 
<laughs> he he has an invested interest in everybody being cured because, like I'm saying, the economy, like nobody can buy Microsoft products. Nobody can buy any products if nobody's working and products can't be made. So I just wanted to give, I don't fuck with Bill Gates personally. I Sony all the way, you know, PlayStation. That's my <laughs> shit. <laughs> but, uh, that's why he's mad right now because Sony took that dub. <laughs> Like yeah. that's to, uh, he was like, you know what? No one's playing. No one's doing nothing. But do you think it's ethical to be able to patent? Um, oh, I don't know. Hell no. A vaccine. Uh, conflict of interest. Absolutely not. That's a conflict yeah. of interest. Like, come on. I made money off of the cure. Crazy. Crazy. Like, that's <laughs> yo. Uh, that's that's pretty wild, man. We really think about that. That we have turned everything into a business. Yep. There's literally nothing that you don't have to pay for anymore. Like you literally have to pay for everything. Everything. That, yeah, that's um, Oh, let me ask you a question, matter of fact. Yeah. Because you it's on it's along the lines of this topic, because like, you know, um they make you pay for a lot of hospital bills in certain cases, and I think you know what I'm about to ask you, so I'm gonna let you elaborate if you want to, or we can change the subject. No, is, is, the, is the cost heavy when you're having a child? Like, they um, make you know, honestly, bro, they billed me, and that shit was in the like the mortgage level. <laughs> of, uh, yo, you gotta pay for childbirth, bro. That's when it was a natural act. You used to be able to, yo, we used to squat in the fields and the baby would come out. Yeah. Um, it was that expensive with health, health insurance. Yeah, they don't give a fuck about no health insurance, nigga. Really? That's yeah, that shit is an expensive process. But I'm gonna tell you what. Um, I know the feds is listening either way. They're not getting no money out of me. Yeah, they're not getting a red cent for well, childbirth. Like that doesn't crazy. even make any sense. That's a basic human right. Like so, I don't, I don't know what it's for. You see, to me, that's a little weird because it's not like anybody's chasing me down for that money. Like it's like they just sent it like, hey, if you want to pay this gig, hey, you can't. Yeah, that's literally what that shit is. <laughs> so that's that's but that's weird though. Like that's a very good question. Like what is the what is why is there a formal bill? Are they gonna come like one day, in like twenty years, and be like, yo, remember that time? Like you taking out a loan, Mister Gums? Remember that time you had a kid? Like you gotta pay this before you can move on. Like on oh, some monopoly people- shit. They might repo your kid, like yo. Yeah, like, like some shit like that. Like, oh, my, my kid is a fucking next LeBron James. I'm going up to be like, oh, this is my son. The, the hospital steps in, like, whoa, whoa, whoa this is our kid. <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, you see what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I, I really don't. That's a very good question. I never really thought about it like that, but I don't know what it was for because I'm telling you, I did not pay a dollar. And he, I go to his hospital visits, and everything is fine. They don't, they don't. The regular insurance takes care of that. So I really don't know what that is for. And it's really it's really wild that childbirth is like pretty expensive. It's down payment on the house. Like it's like tens of thousands of dollars just and to deliver sick, a child. Wow. The sick part is like it's clearly it doesn't it can't cost that much because, you know, quote unquote third world countries, they have babies all the time. Oh, they have more babies than yeah. anybody. Yeah, exactly. Yes. They're not paying thousands of dollars. So why are we over here paying tens of thousands of dollars to have our children brought into this world? Why are you making so much money off of that? This is why yeah, I question everything. It's like, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, this whole thing is a Ponzi scheme, man. That's what they're saying about some of these hospitals, that they get incentives for coronavirus cases. Yeah. And yeah, it's it like, is. if you die from a car crash, but you had the COVID, they're going to be like, nah, he died from the COVID, yeah. man. 
Yo, this guy got hit by a car. COVID killed him. That's the crazy thing. Every case that the hospital claimed was a COVID case, they got 13,000 per case. It's too much money. But let me ask you a question. Who's giving them this $13,000? That's that's the the same people that's giving (laughs) them. Is it the insurance company? It, uh, the same people have something to gain from from COVID making doing what it's doing. So it could be anybody. That's the problem. We, we got to follow the money, but it's hard sometimes because they say, "Oh, it's the government." But which government? Who is this entity? Who's this agency? Yeah, or, so weird. The water gets murky. I I don't understand. But um, my final note on the um the COVID thing is um, do you guys think that it's going to change society at large? Nah. <laughs> How long do masks, you know, stay for? How long is it, like, going to be a requirement to wear a mask to go to certain stores? How long? Because, like, even when I embrace somebody, like, when I see somebody on the street, I automatically go for a pound. I don't do the open hand five anymore. Like, when do these things go back to normal? You can go ahead, Todd. Um... I mean, a lot of people, you know, a lot of people aren't uh, as conscious as we are. So I guess as soon as, like, you know, vaccines and people be like, uh, we haven't had, like, deaths or nobody's been sick, no spikes. I guess that's when people go back to normal because, you know, everybody has, like, uh, well, a lot of people have short attention spans. So as long as, like, this is, like, on TV or we see posts on Instagram and Facebook, people are going to be conscious of what they're doing. But as soon as, like, a year passes or maybe even the next six months, people, like, stop going back to work and people stop getting sick at a high rate, I think people are going to go right back to the, the normal. Because you can see the parks now. It's like, or traffic. Everything is, like, slowly getting back to people moving the way they want to move before this, this happened. Okay. I think the mask, the mask and pound is, like, the last of the last. Okay. Godfrey? I think I think it as long it's not gonna go back to normal until they're done doing what they want to do. Number one, I think this was actually a trial, like to see how many people are basically, for lack of a better term, like about that life. Like I'm really not doing what y'all say. They want to test and see. So they they're looking and they're like, yo, a lot of people are with it, and it's still that, that big group that's like, no, like I don't care what y'all say, y'all lying. Number two, if you notice with the whole Black Lives Matter movement, um, well not with the movement, but what happened last month, like we forgot about COVID for that two, three-week window. Like, it was out the window. It was all about what was going on. And I think that speaks to the fact that they can manipulate just the perspective of the public by what they push with the media, which, once again, to me, makes me just distrust the media or, you know, everything I hear. But for me, I think that's going to go back to normal when they have, like Todd said, the vaccine, when they have a way to control how people receive information and our money, because goal on that is like, we can make you do what we want you to do. So they're using this as a way to get people to do what they want them to do, willingly. So okay. um, I'll, we'll see when. All right, that was a, a really clear, concise uh, answer to my question. Um, but I'm glad you uh, brought up uh, Black Lives Matter. It's a very good uh, segue into our next topic. Um, we're going to just, you know, talk about, you know, we're all black men here. So we can so talk called. about <laughs> yeah, yeah, so-called black men. Uh, we can get into, you know, what's been going on socially uh, in America, I guess, forever, honestly. It's been going on forever, but the, the invention of the camera phone might um, actually save you know, more black lives than anything. 
if you really look at it. Um, so starting with the death of the jogger, um, please uh, refresh me on his name. I apologize uh, for not knowing his name. Ahmad Aubrey. Yeah, so it started with him. And he was, you know, gunned down by these were civilians. Uh, I think was uh, maybe one of them was ex cop or something like that. The dad, maybe. Yeah, former cop, and I think they were like, you know, they were involved with either like military or they had connections with the DA. Yeah, so pretty close to law enforcement, but not really law enforcement. Kind of like what we saw with the Trayvon case, and um, he was killed in cold blood for jogging while black. We've seen driving while black. We've seen running while black. But we've never seen jogging while black. <laughs> that was crazy. Like he he, he was you've committing any crime. You see, eating ice cream in your house while black. Yeah, like it's it's getting ridiculous. And I don't know how, as a person not of color, you can turn your you're like a blind eye to this because it's like it's it's almost like laughable now that you can't exist and be black at the same time. It just makes people uncomfortable. What you just said is a very deep when it's cases or particularly at black the black race and not being able to have like empathy or sympathy is a it's a very deep topic because like we've been dehumanized in the public eye for a long time. Like we're talking about hundreds of years of, you know, they might not say it, but they're like, yo, just so you know they're not full humans. Like just so you know, like they're mostly And this and, that. and after a while, that even though you're looking at me saying like yo, yo, yo black lives matter, like in the back of your head, this because he's not for smart. So it's really psychological, a big part of that. But you know, yeah, I, I definitely um, agree with uh, your sentiments. I just think that uh, then when we go to the the next case, which is the bigger case which is the George uh, Floyd one. Um, it's the, I think it's the, the visual of the yeah. whole thing that made it so, you know, popular. Um, and that, that was ridiculous too. It was like eight minutes, eight and a half minutes, uh, this white guy, well, not even guy, he's a cop. Let me not even simplify his, uh, his role in society. His job is to serve and protect the community and he did the exact opposite like a black man's life was worth $20 like I don't understand what else we can do as a community um, besides you know hold like even holding them accountable for their actions it doesn't really end there because like you're saying we're not looked at as humans because of like you're saying the hundreds of years of dehumanization, but like, where would you start in reversing this whole thing? Or is there no reversing? Do we just have to cut contact and, you know, be our own civilization at, at this point? Oh, Godfrey, you could definitely uh, take that one, buddy. Oh, all right. <laughs> I was going to go first. I'm 100% for us, like, being our own. Um, it starts, healing always starts with yourself first. So you can't expect anyone to heal you for you. And you can't expect anyone to fix your problems for you. I think black men first and black people as a community need to, we need, honestly, it's almost like a relationship. 
when it gets super toxic, I need to step away and be by myself and heal me first before I even decide if I even want to see you again. So we need our own. We need to step away and we need to start looking at each other. Like instead of, you know, this whole like king thing that we say now, I love it because you start to say it to each other, communicate that, yo, you're not just a nigga. You are a king. You are a, you are a black nobility. You are black excellence. You are, there's so much in you. And historically speaking, like we are the nation builders. We are the great architects of this planet. We are the astrologers, the wise men, the philosophers, the musicians. All those things are in us. And we have to begin to see that. And that's why if you follow me on Instagram, I started posting those images of, of ancient cultures where it's us in the lead, the stuff they won't show you. Because yeah. when you start to see it and start to believe it, you start to change how you view yourself and your brothers. And after that, you know, it doesn't matter. And we all know that when you get to a place where you don't care what other people think about you is when you're truly free. I think a lot yeah. of black people care too much about what white people think, about what other races think. You should only be working on each other for now. And it, it might sound like, oh, you're trying to go for segregation or separatism. Listen, we might need that. We might need that for a while because every other race has been able to be by themselves and build up and then come to America. And, yo, if, if things go bad in America, I can go back to China. But us, we're really scattered. And if we came together like we did before in Tulsa, Oklahoma and many other cities, we would be able to heal build our own foundation. Then when we decide to come back to the table of America, we can make demands because now we have a nation versus just a bunch of people rallied behind a, a black lives matter movement and slogan, which is actually created by, by lesbians who don't really have a vested <laughs> interest in black men. I'm just being keeping in the book. That's why I can't really get behind it all the way. Cause it's like, yo, you don't really care about us because the black man is the head of the black, the black family. Like every other race, the male is the head of that family. And we have to prioritize that again because the whole body gets back in shape when the head is right, when the mind is right. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I'm all for us stepping away. I'm all for us coming together, having these conversations, and then doing things. More so doing things and just talking about it is the biggest part of it, for me at least. That, that was very uh, eloquently said. Toon, how you feel about stepping away from Whitey for 50 years? Man, I definitely... Uh Agree a hundred percent with uh Godfrey. Um, funny enough, I was watching uh uh docu series, I think it's called with uh Killer Mike. Um, yeah, was, I think it's a warning trigger trigger warning. Yeah, and, I seen uh, it. Yeah, it's a uh, actually pretty dope. I think the first episode was uh he had to live black for like uh three days. I think it was. Yeah, and it was damn near impossible. Yeah, it was damn near impossible. Like uh the black doll only stays in our community for six hours. That's crazy. Yeah, and compared to like uh, I think it was Chinese people, which was the most, and that was like twenty one to twenty three days. So it was like uh, stuff like that. Obviously, has to change. So um, I completely agree with uh, Godfrey and uh, that we should try and do to like move on to be our own entity and our own uh, community and our own uh, economy, because stuff like that is just ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> I can't personally think where to go and spend my black dollar and give that to another black person. Like in my community, I really can't think of one place to go and say, this is owned by a black person. Okay. No. Um, <clears throat> how about the barbershop? Uh, my barber's not black. I told you. My barber's Dominican? Because that counts. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. I'm Dominican. But um, just to jump real quick, like, you know, slogans are one of the, the constant mantras I hear from the heavily radical right side is like, yo, you know, black people's got to get up and do their own, like do for themselves. I'm like, you have to understand that we've done that before many times. Like don't ever let anyone fool you into like, oh, black people are lazy. No, 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 it's not true. 
Like, once again, Tulsa, Oklahoma was a real place where it was a completely black city. And as a matter of fact, it was, the, it was one of the wealthiest cities in the entire country. That's what actually galvanized white people to get jealous and come through and try and destroy it in the form of a protest that turned into a riot. The same way they're talking about Black Lives Matter as a protest that turned into a riot, looters, they did the same thing. They burnt down the whole city. As a matter of fact, they had military gray planes dropping napalm on that city. So black people have, have always done this. We can build. We are completely capable of it. The problem is we're not united right now. And we're, our minds are all over the place. And we're getting pulled this way by the trans community and all oh, women's rights and all these different things that are tearing us apart instead of keeping us united. So they're manipulating the entire black community. And I have to say that Democrats are largely behind that. Mm, that's a pretty powerful I, statement. I've been hearing that and I really didn't look into that. Look into it, bro. It's, it's sick. They are the, they're the party that started the KKK. They're the party that wanted to keep slavery. I've oh, that's a fact. Yeah, it flipped. I don't know when it flipped, but uh, Martin Luther King was definitely a Republican. Abraham Lincoln was a Republican. Yeah. Mm. Like, yo, it's, it's wild stuff. It definitely flipped. But uh, politics in itself is on some bullshit. But um, let me ask you a question. So, you know, I got to play the advocate. Um, <laughs> that means uh, what, there, there's no black um, cell phone. There's no black car company. There's no black electric company. There's no black water company. These things don't come up overnight. These things are right. generational things. So if we were to go full off the grid, you know, we're not using, uh, we're only supporting each other by us, for us. Um, I just don't, like, how would we get a start in that without the powers that be allowing us to do so in America, unless you're talking about just leaving America? Me? Yeah, I, I, either of you. Yeah. Um, I guess I'll go first on that. Uh, Honestly, in America, um, I don't know how possible it would be to like, like, uh, go that far up the the ladder. Like, as far as like, you know, like, like allowing, not really allowing us, um, but you know, us getting our way and figuring out how to do it. Because, uh, as we all could agree, like, there's a lot of things that's put in place to keep us from like getting things like that. Uh, honestly, if we do decide to like try to do our own full thing, we probably would have to go back to Africa. Honestly, that's that's another that's another great point. Yeah. Ah uh, man, but this is all. I had this argument with my dad all the time. It's hot over there. About this, it's not, it's not. It's not even that. If you go to Africa right now, bro, they gonna look at you like, who the fuck are you? Yeah, yeah. that's the <laughs> that's number one. Black Americans. Uh, Caribbean black people and Af literal Africans, are, we are not in unison. <laughs> like we, uh, those three groups are, are not part. Yeah, there's no unity between these three. Unity is the problem because uh, let me just jump in right there because, like I've said before, that's why I always say so-called black is because like black is not a race; it's a color that was assigned to people who are not not white or not whatever the other colors are. They're, like these corporate designations, white, uh, Asian. Or they don't have, like, you can't call an Asian man a yellow man. You know what I mean? Or you can't call other races red man. They have white and they have black and they, you know, all these other designations. In black people is all kinds of different people are from the people who are from 
who are the aboriginals of America, who are dark skinned, who this is actually their land. And they're all mixed together and thrown the title black over all of it. So that's a part of the, the, the unity. The disunity part is like, you know, you go to a Dominican and say, oh, you're black. Some of them are like, no, I'm not. I'm Dominican. And we're like, we take it as offense, but that's not the case. They're like, I have a culture. I have a, a tribe, so to speak, that I come yeah. from. I'm not just this color that you're going to blanket cover me with. You know what I mean? And that's a part of what keeps us like, like this. Like, because we just say, oh, we're all black. No, 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 no. This dude is from, he's from Antigua. Like, this dude's from Jamaica. This guy's from Barbados. Like, they have cultures. Unfortunately, you know, we can't get together behind that. But when we start to consider those things and we start to look at the bigger picture, they don't care about what we look like. They destroy all of us. Then that'll bring us together. You know what I mean? But to your first question, I do like the idea of Africa. But just like, but like Todd said, like, I don't know if that could happen because of how the majority of Africans view black Americans. But if I said another, that. Todd didn't land, say that. <laughs> huh? Oh yeah, you said. But I think that if we had a segment of land, even if it was like just a, a small state, give us a small state since we're only thirteen percent of the, the the population. Give us like even um, Rhode Island. Give us like Rhode Island. Yeah, we build that up. You want to know why? Like we talking about cell phones and all the technologies they have, right? Cool. Keep your technology. We're gonna go over here and build land. We do have guys, and one of the things I know about not just people, but black people, like pressure to us, the greatness comes out of us. Think about it. Hip-hop itself was born out of poverty and Latin. Mm-hmm. Jazz music was R&B, went home with their wife and all this thing. And all this built out of pressure. Like, you put, you put us in a bad place, we create tools like the monkey wrench. We create tools like the saw. All the inventions of this country, 80% of them, upwards of 90% of them, are from us, from being a, in a disadvantaged, disadvantaged position. I think a lot of it is a lack of confidence in ourselves and a lack of confidence in each other as a black people. But historically, we are literally the nation builders. And once again, let me add this also to um, those of them, those blacks who have like power and affluence, like LeBron, you know, uh, Steph Curry, uh, Oprah, Will Smith, all these people who have money, they have enough funds to do something. But there's a reason why they don't. Think about if like we talked about this before, if the, all the, the great black NBA players say, yo, we're going to start our own league over. We're going to call the, we're gonna call the NBA, the Negro Basketball Association, the, the NBA point two, whatever you want to call it, right? And they just leave and say, after our contract is done, we're going over here. And they all, they were getting started draft class and process that you can choose and this other NBA. And you start seeing them, all the black brothers go to this NBA, so the black NBA, and all the dollars, the black dollars are going here. Now they're going to have a white NBA and a black NBA. Where, who are they going to watch? <laughs> Blacks, man. Who's the world going to want to see? They want to see Gordon Hayward. They want to see LeBron. So there's ways. Even when it comes to singing, like all forms of art, artistry, we can literally, like, we kept it to ourselves. They would have to come to us for it because America only exclusively, the only exclusive export is culture. And the yeah. culture comes, the source of culture is black people in America, bro. All their slang, all their style, all the things that makes America cool come from us. And that's a fact. Now, Godfrey, if... Five percent of the thirteen percent of us were to think like that. Oh, we'd be Wakanda would be a real place. It'd be a. It exactly. would be a real place. It'd be a real thing. It'd be a legit Black Panther running around like, "Yo, chill, don't touch me." <laughs> yeah, for real. Hey, like, like, it's not a joke. Charge. It's 100%. not a joke. But I feel like our culture is a double-edged sword. I feel Absolutely. like. Our culture is so popping and so great, but it's also so 
poisonous and so destructive to our own people. Like white kids like look at hip hop like a safari. Like they get to go into the jungle because that's what six nine was was to me honestly. He got to participate. Like he they put him in the jungle, and when the shit got when the lion was finally about to pounce and everything got too real, the oh, powers wow. that be pulled him right out. I was like, all right, tell us what the lions is doing. Oh, that's what they was doing. <laughs> all right, let's lock these lines up because they crazy. So that that's that to me is the problem with our culture. It's it's infectious. It's mm. impregnate like impregnates everything, and it's beautiful from Allen Iverson to Mike Tyson. It's it's beautiful, but at the same token, Allen Iverson has um a, what you call it. His money is like in a trust. <laughs> like he's a grown ass man that another yeah. man is telling him when he can spend his money, and yeah. that's because Allen Iverson could not take care of his fucking money. That's and and things like that is just so weird to me because you don't see that in any other culture, bro. You don't see that nowhere else. Yeah, like it's crazy to me. So, I definitely agree with you that um, you know, black culture is the number one thing that America has, and that's us, a hundred percent. But at what point do we take the culture to task? Like this whole um baby mama thing and <laughs> baby father thing, as opposed to you know. You know, if you like me, like if you want a hundred bitches, there's a way to do that. <laughs> like there's there's a way to yeah. do that that you don't create broken families everywhere. But yeah. that's that's not what we're learning. We're learning that oh nah, I'm gonna have the baddest girls and all the cars and mm-hmm. things like that without knowing like you know you need structure for these things to for them to not be destructive. So how how would you like how how would we as a people balance this? That's that's my always my issue. You know what type of time I'm on. So I'm going to go back to the source. There's this book that they said the white man wrote. It's not true. All the Bible, scriptures, the holy scriptures. That book's full of black people. That is our actual culture right there. Now, there's a scripture in there that says the gifts of God are without repentance, which means that the gifts are given freely. You don't have to be a good person or a bad person to deserve these gifts. That means you have them naturally. Hold that, hold that thought for a second. And then also yeah. there's another verse that says, basically, if the people, the original people of God come back to him, then... You know, the route to salvation would be even easier and better. That's, that's like a gist of it. What I'm saying is the things that we look at as negative in our culture is basically us using our quote unquote powers and gifts for evil. Yeah. If we use our powers and gifts for good, then we could influence our entire people and the rest of the world to do things the right way. Let me give you some examples. For all of Bill Cosby's um, allegations, when he was on top and he was making, you know, the Cosby show and um, a different world. Remember, um, kid, black kids going to schools at an all-time yeah. high. He he yeah. made the the traditional black family with parents the whole thing. Ugly mad. All these were sitcoms that showed you black people in a good a good place and made you want that. So after a while, it was like, yo yo, get rid of that. There was a whole channel. UPN nine had a lot of black shows on. Not all of them were good, but remember, there was a time where like you had, even if it was um, hanging with Mr. Cooper and all these other shows, Sister Sister, you had. Yeah. Black man and black woman together, raising a family, going through regular life problems, but they were not bums. And Huxtable was a doctor and a lawyer, I think, and the father was a doctor. You know what I'm saying? So it was, we, at that time, we were using our gifts for good. Even the original hip-hop that was birthed in New York City before N.W.A. came and took over. End of era. Yeah, end of place took over. It was getting really, really, it was getting really, really conscious. And he was teaching, like, brothers, we yep. books to get 
better vocabulary to rap to know what So it's not like every towards toxicity as a peeps making us birth dysfunction and we keep regurgitating it and passing it down. But once again, behind that, at the top of the hip hop industries, at the top of those label groups, is not people that look like us. It's people over there who are saying they're us. It's some Jews. They're the ones who are like, like incentivizing rappers to rap about this, rap about that. If you want to get signed, you have to rap about the fortunate that that's what would be one woman and raise quality children who I'm birthing with a purpose to go and be this and be that and fulfill a purpose to bring, bring our people into another place. Like other races literally have children with a purpose. Like in Asia, right? For instance, Yao Ming, they, they bred him to be what he was, or he was a failure, obviously, because his body couldn't sustain. But in Asia, they bred, they breed the best doctors together. They breed the best cooks together. They breed the best musicians because they want to make better musicians. I'm not saying we should do that. But when you have a child, you should always have in mind what you want to I definitely agree. controlling their lives. But you're saying like, yo, this, if you live in my house, bro, I'm training you something great. I'm not going to let you run around the streets. So that's the cure, honestly. It goes back to the book. I definitely am done. Sorry, I definitely. Agree. Nah, <laughs> that's all good. That was that was pretty powerful stuff. Yeah, definitely. So, so tune. Um, you're you're an artist, and um, how do you feel about um the industry that you're you know? Uh, um, to be honest, I definitely uh, understand that uh that this industry definitely uh one paints an image of a black man that definitely uh isn't always positive uh, and I understand that the music that if you choose to make a certain type of music um, is not uh, it's not always positive but um, the thing that I would say about music that, uh, that I kind of like I think people overlook is that a lot of artists use their environment to um, elevate them out of a situation which I think mm-hmm. is a testament to black people Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, a lot of our realities are, um, aren't the best. So a lot of the times if we're talking about a situation that I literally looked out my window and I seen this dude kill this dude, or I seen this guy sell drugs to this guy, or I see some, uh, somebody's girlfriend arguing with this next girl over because somebody's cheating or whatever the case may be. That's, that's just a story that I have to live with. And that uh, if I if I could tell that story, it's possibly helping the next person that's going through it that can't articulate themselves as well as I can. I think that part gets overlooked because the actual image is so I can I guess is disgusting to a lot of people. So I'm saying that to basically say that um that I get that music is definitely detrimental to uh, I would say our growth. Because a lot of people get caught up in the culture, they get caught up in the having a lot of baby mamas or having a lot of women, having the nicest cars, uh, not necessarily working a nine to five to get the money that they're getting, um, having nice chains and stuff like that. But I think that we also have to capital. We have to understand that like we can't always blame the artist because the artist is like speaking their truth. Now, what you could blame the artist for is now if they're making all these mon- all this money, millions and millions of dollars, and they haven't been back to the community, they haven't gave given back. There's there's no programs in their hood. There's there's no basketball tournaments. There's no uh uh classes for 
engineering or stuff like that that they're helping funding. I think that's when you should start blaming the artists instead of blaming the music that they're making. Okay. <clears throat> I definitely agree. That's that's a very uh eloquent way to place that from the artist's perspective. That's uh, really dope. I never really thought of it like that. Especially because, you know, I participate in uh, hip-hop music. I participate in hip-hop culture. It's my, it's my shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And honestly, <laughs> I think, this may sound crazy, I think it's our right to participate in, in, in the culture even though we get judged so heavily on it. This is something I like, like Godfrey said it before, this culture is literally ours. It may not be the prettiest, but it's literally the only thing that we can say, like, the world watches this, and we're the, like, we're behind, or maybe not behind every image, but we get the control of the, of the trends. We pick what's cool. We pick what's hot. We got, the, we got the best athletes, we could say. You know, shit like that. I think that, like, that's why I feel like I, I participate in hip-hop because it is us. This is, like, unscripted. You decide what is cool. We decide what is cool. We wear what we wear. We drive what we drive. And, you know, things like that, I just feel like we shouldn't steer away because it's so ugly. We should probably just, like, clean it up. And, like, we shouldn't get so engulfed in what the, the culture is because it's so uh, televised. And shit like that. We have to, you know, better ourselves and understand that, like, sometimes life, you can live it like a movie or you could be on some real shit and, like, build up your people. You have to, like, yeah. have a balance. I think our little baby's done a pretty good job with that, actually. I yeah, give actually yeah. yeah, actually, actually, I definitely could agree with that. Yeah, he's really he's doing a pretty good cool. job. Uh, little baby. You're showing your age, my buddy. I didn't know if you said the, I didn't know if you said the baby or little baby. So I was like, who? Nah, I, I think like the, the baby baby's still Nah, he's a plant. I think he's an industry baby, plant. Ah, you may be right. You may be right. Yeah, he's an industry plant. I think they said and like man, he, um, he was related to somebody. Oh, yeah, Meg Stallion is definitely an industry plant too. I don't know uh, fact. Can we say that? Yeah, man. I'm uh, telling you, when these people be coming out of nowhere, bro. Nah, that's and just blowing bro. up. Like all of a sudden, you got a track with Beyonce? Yo, that's, yo, that's not easy to pull off. Remember, remember last year she had the Hot Girl Summer shit, though. It's not out of nowhere. She kind of built that buzz last year. But yeah, I was, just, you got to push somebody to, to have that. You got to push somebody to have that, though. Like, the radio has to play your music. Exactly. Like, Cardi B, like, when that Yellow blew up, I was like, yo, like, they just push it. Like, you hear it every... I remember working at... When I used to be at the Y, like, I would hear, like, every 10 minutes, like, Bo yeah, 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 like, yeah. they really pushed it, girl. Yeah, that, I mean, oh, that wasn't even like high ninety-seven. That was yeah, that was Z one hundred. Yeah, Z one hundred. That money, dude, man. That was wild. But yeah, um, just to yeah, switch gears a little bit. Um, saying, I, I definitely understand what you're saying. Yeah, just just to switch gears a little bit. Um, how do you guys feel about the NBA season? <laughs> Re, uh, restarting what did you say what is restarting yeah. or starting up again continuing continuing might be the word I, I say let it go man um, you can't you can't only reason why it's unfortunate because I think uh, LeBron definitely was gonna get a ring this uh, 
this oh, year. Godfrey fixed his hat. Honestly, you might have been right, but I mean, I guess it wasn't in the cards for him. If they restart, he's definitely going to win. He, that means he had two breaks. He had last no, no, summer. No, 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 no. Last summer off and he had three months. He's, yo, he's not winning if he, they restart now. Oh, my God. He, You're telling me LeBron's LeBron definitely going to be healthy. You know how yo, long a break. The reason why this. Go ahead, go ahead. No, I, I just want to ask you a question. Go ahead. When's the last time LeBron had a break? Mm-hmm. All right. Had a break. He's, last he's, year when LeBron <laughs> like he Like, his summers has been short for the last, what, eight years? Besides yeah, the that's right. Okay. He's been going deep into no, the playoffs. He, absolutely. He, he had this summer off. Now he had last summer off. That's a fact. Yeah, yeah, and this summer last, too. And, and, yeah, and, this, and, <laughs> and, he just had, and he just had three months off. Now we know Le- we we I think okay. we all follow LeBron right or maybe maybe not all of us I know I do he never, he never he never stopped working out <laughs> yeah Godfrey <laughs> is crazy man. I don't follow any of the NBA players <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I mean let me tell you it's not like just LeBron I don't follow anybody I feel you I feel you but let me tell you what LeBron did since you didn't follow he never stopped working out bro he never stopped working out he may have not said this. But there was plenty of reports that he was having uh, a wreck in his house. So who you think is pulling up to his house for wreck? Anthony um, Davis. No, I could assume it's Anthony Davis, correct? Anthony Davis is going to be there. Um, probably. Uh, Danny Green. J.R. Smith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically. Iman Shumpert. <laughs> Della Vadova. You know, he there. So not only is he staying in shape, he's making sure his teammates stay in shape. Kyrie's not there. You think everybody in the he league as, works as hard as LeBron or is staying as focused as LeBron? Absolutely. Yeah. I believe not everybody, but the, the best, no, the Giannis's, the Kawhi's, the, the Stephs, the, all those guys, like the top tier players, absolutely. Actually, I heard that um, one of these players we thought was going to be good. This is not going good for him. Uh, a guy named Luka Donich. And I and remember, my cousin Don't works do for that. Don't <laughs> do that. My cousin Don't he works do that. for Hawks, so he hears the scuttlebutt, like the real, I said scuttlebutt. <laughs> he hears the real stuff. He said that he's hearing that like Luka Doncic is really out of shape right now. But he's trying. Yeah, to he's, he's a fat kid. He's fat in general. What he's a kid yeah, he's still, a Godfrey. Nice. He's a kid yeah, still. But yeah, like I'm just saying, like all the players are not on that vibe that LeBron's on. That's but I'm, I'm saying, saying the, the Giannis's absolutely Giannis is he's balling. Right yeah, 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 yeah. I, I think he really why is ready. Wants yeah, I think those, but I think those are a select few. I think there's like. There's not the guys many players that it. understand that because, like, look no, how, what look is how, Chris Middleton doing right now? You see what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, he's not getting this shit. Like somebody like James Harden, we know he's an unbelievable talent, but I don't think he's worked out since this shit started. Look how big, <laughs> he, look how big he was already. That's speculation. We don't know that. Man. No, no, that's all right. That's fine. Let me tell you why. His teammate is Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook's gonna be at his house every morning. I think Westbrook. I think he's one of those guys like Giannis. I think he understands that. Like. He's just like programmed to work out. But James Harden, I follow James Harden on Instagram too. You know who I see him with? Non basketball players. I see oh, him. I saw rap- him a little baby. Yeah, I see him. I see him with rappers. You know who works out least? The, the rappers, least, man. The rappers. <laughs> <laughs> rappers don't lift. Yeah, they don't work out. They actually have the most. So I'm telling you, man. I think I think the Rockets is out of the question. I, I think these are all the stuff you gotta like put on the table, man. Whoever's been staying in game shape is going to be 
the champion. And I think it's going to be the Lakers. I think LeBron is that leader. I don't, I don't see any other leader in the league, maybe besides Kawhi, but I don't see him being like a motivator. I see him being like, like, you know, he keeps himself in position to win. But LeBron, I see him as like a full team leader. All my bug. And I see think, No, I agree. Draymond's on his teammates to get ready. You think? I think he's the, the, the team leader that we see the most. But there's a lot of team leaders out there, bro. Like, you, you'd be surprised. Like, Jimmy Butler's not sitting on his behind oh, yeah. the outside. Like, I, oh, actually, this is a perfect time for me to get with all the young guys and get them ready. I agree. You know Jimmy, what I mean? Like, Jimmy there's Butler's guys like that all guy. over the league. No, Jimmy Butler's probably definitely that guy. Definitely. Now, what'd you say? No, that was it. I agree. I, I think, think, I think out right now a lot of guys like, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah I don't, Jimmy Butler's get down. But that's what I'm saying. Are you in, are you in getting your team involved? It's one thing for you to stay in shape. But so let's say during this quarantine, you've been like you Godfrey is like, you know what? I'm a workout. I'm staying in shape. There's another thing to call everybody and be like, yo, guys, what are you guys doing? Yeah, you never I'm, called I, me. I, that's why I'm in shape right now. I don't, I don't think it makes you selfish <laughs> that you didn't call me. No, nah, it does. <laughs> but it's a different type of leadership. To be like, you, you know, know a lot like, <laughs> my bad, sorry to cut you off. I know what you're saying. John will remind me a lot of Horace Grant. Right? We got a lot of Horace Grant. <laughs> I got you a ring, did I not? Oh, listen, nah, go ahead, man. Nah, that was it. That's, my, that's leading the point. That's leading my point right there. But that's you know, it's funny though. Like once again, like I love that you brought that up about the leadership because we keep we keep giving LeBron this like, yo, you're the ultimate leader. <laughs> But like he doesn't lead people to rings. I don't understand. Like oh, this guy's God. like this guy's, there's two no, there's two types of leaders. There's leaders who like these oh come on team rah rah and this guys who be quiet on the bench, like, all right, when I get out there, I'm about to drop forty. I'm leading us, like I'm gonna be yeah, in the front. Follow me or not. Those Kobe's, those Jordans, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Type of leaders. Definitely. But I, I do believe there's a lot of players right now who are in shape, bro. I promise you. So we're well, getting also, also I think you have to add to that leadership too. You like how who who has made more all-stars than LeBron. That's like, what that do with leadership? That has to do a lot with leadership. That is elev- I'm elevating you to be an all-star. You are oh, now what, all- more people all-star? Yeah, like, so, so then, yeah, because uh, Agauskas. Is that an all-star name to you? Right. No, well, you definitely made an all-star game. Oh, oh, I'm going to do all-stars. What's, what's the and other they have guy? to have Most been all-stars only with LeBron and after LeBron. Yes, if they have an all-star before him, it doesn't count. Go ahead. Uh, uh, Judas Agauskas. He was definitely not Mo Williams. Mo, exactly. Mo Williams and Judas. Come on. Who else? Come on. Who else? Uh, man, I'm a, I, I could come up with a list. Go ahead. I'll wait. But, uh, off the top of my... I, I'm, I wasn't, a, I wasn't, names, I wasn't a LeBron fan before the Miami Heat run. So I really can't remember them years, but there was a lot of people he helped. Nah, and, it was only Mo and Zedrunas. That's it. That's it. All right, so oh, no, how, how about Verajal? Verajal never became an all-star? Nah, oh, I know, I know, he de- nah, let me double-check that. I'll oh, yeah. check that right now. I'm telling you, yeah, yeah you can look that up. Okay. What's his name, Verajal? Yeah, Anderson. And and then, yeah, I'm gonna try to think, man. You have it's to, not that many. I'm telling you, so it's right. media hype, just like COVID. <laughs> all right, so who, 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 who Kobe brought there? <laughs> oh, man. I'm not. You I'm see what I'm saying? Kobe in an echelon. I'm not saying that he made an all star. I think he yeah. got he got Shannon he got Shannon Brown to the to the dunk contest. <laughs> 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 
Come on, man. Who, who Jordan got there? These guys don't make nobody better. Uh, That's not a leader, man. You see how, like, when That's you not, yo, yeah. when you was training us, different you, forms of leading, bro. Yes, that's a fact. Which one is more effective? Look, Come on, Godfrey. I'm telling you, when you was training us. Yeah, you can go. Now you, you can speak. What is, first of all, what is a job I'm doing? But anyway, listen. <laughs> there's two <laughs> types of leaders, number one. I, uh, multiple types of leaders, but let's say this. There's not, it doesn't matter what I would have said to y'all to galvanize y'all to work out with me if I did not show you first, like, with my own results. Like, if I was just a regular schmack, I'd be like, yo, let's get this workout. you will be like, yeah, nah, nigga. But <laughs> y'all saw the results. Y'all saw my work ethic. And y'all was like, yeah, I want I want to be on that level. I want to do that. So that's what made yeah. y'all listen. Every word I said meant, meant something because of I showed you first. Like, when you, when you look at Jordan, like, you can't deny how dope he was, how awesome of a play, how, like, just – not even just his talent physically, but his drive, his will to win. So the players around him were forced, like, yo, I have to play good, like, to play, like, to be on this guy's team. Like, think about it. Even in the Jordan doc, they was talking about how, how Scottie Pippen came on the team, like, hey, I'm about to be nice. But his work ethic wasn't there. Even when Jordan wasn't there, he quit on the team one time. They highlighted that. When Jordan was there, there was no quit. There was no, there's no option of quitting, but we're going to win. Yeah. That's the but see, the um, there's two, was the second that's when he gets Golden CD and LeBron gave up after that, that mess up by JR it wasn't even like this fight in game two it was uh, yeah, that's it uh, LeBron, yo LeBron gave I, up I think, was was the I think that was like the that, that took all the wind out of him man well he put up 50 they went into overtime oh. Here's the thing. That, if you didn't steal that game I think you should I think they got <laughs> that series I think that yeah, they do. that was that that shouldn't have happened I think they should have stole one at least one they were in but, position to jail. Uh, yeah, exactly. And think of, I, I, I put it, I put myself in that position. I put up fifty points. It was no Kyrie, right? It was no Kyrie. K- no Kyrie. Was no. K Love was hurt, correct? So K-Love I literally no. He was healthy. He was healthy that year. He was, he was healthy. He was healthy. All right. So I put up fifty points. We were going to overtime. We had a chance to win, and this asshole didn't understand that we had a chance to win. Like how for think about it. How like I understand he's supposed to be a champion, he's supposed to fight through that shit, but I can understand how we missed our chance to win and then the Warriors were just a better team. It's a seven game. Yeah, yeah. We, we, lost, we lost game one. It's not over. And and that excuse you make it for LeBron is why. People get mad about LeBron. It's like, yo, why am I making excuses for a guy who's supposed to be this great? I can't make no excuses for Jordan. I don't need to. Because he never gave you space to be like, yo, I see why you lost in your first year. He could have easily said, yo, it's my first year in the league. I don't have to do much. They're, they're a team that obviously only has like 20-something wins. But he said, nah, we're going to the playoffs every year I'm here. Like, that's crazy to me. He didn't have any reason to. He did. Think about it, bro. Like, think about it. eliminated plenty of okay. times for the finals. Why don't we mention that? Say what? You can't like. That's you, part of the journey. That happens. Of course, but what that's if part you, of the journey? Yeah. No, nah, that's not right. If LeBron were to lose all those times in the first round or the second round, the scrutiny. Would be just as it would be worse in my opinion. Here's why that's not, here's why that's not true though because LeBron didn't make the playoffs the first two years. No one cares. Like, all right, cool. He was new. He went to the finals and lost to the to the um, Duncan and the Spurs. People don't hold that again. No, they definitely do. It's so part of like, his yo, three six I, record. I don't. I already count that. 
Yo, the one that I look at is the maps. You have no excuse. For oh yeah, yeah, oh, absolutely, yeah, outweighs, absolutely. That one that is far outweighs, That far outweighs a young Michael Jordan losing and being eliminated in the first round to a champ. A world like we're talking about a world, all world, um, Boston team and the Pistons who went on to win rings. It's not like he lost to bums. He lost to champions. There's you a lot of things that you have to put into play. LeBron has never played for a Hall of Fame coach. I think that's a big deal. No, 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 no. I don't think it's an excuse because I think he's uh, done well yeah, with That's not an excuse. That's a big deal. That, I think Bill Jackson was not a Hall of Fame coach before because Jordan, though. It's not every, like... My bad, the coach. No, but, he, but he was one no, after no, him. Every because time. of Jordan. No, hell no. You're not giving that to Jordan. That's Phil Jackson's genius. Come on. That's man. what I'm saying. Come on. Yo, 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 yo. yo. So, there, so there wasn't a year where Jordan wasn't there and the Bulls were not who they were. Nah, but they I were about to go to the, the finals. But <laughs> they did, they, did they go? But no, did they because of go? that was that was because of players' fault. That was Scottie Pippen's fault. <laughs> I, he did a lot with that. That goes to show how good that Bulls team was. That's a knock on Jordan. How's that a knock on Jordan? Because <laughs> <laughs> it showed how good that team was without him. Every team that LeBron James leaves, they don't even make the playoffs. Yeah, man. Because the teams are built around LeBron. Oh, you know, that, that, yo, that don't even make any sense. <laughs> all, like, what are you talking about? Every team is built yeah, around yeah. a star player. <laughs> Every team is built around a star player. What does that even mean? Come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> Here's what I'm saying to you, though. James is on the Miami Heat, right? And when Miami, when they broke up, right, it was it was still Bosch and it was still Wade. We never got to see Bosch and Wade because Bosch yeah. had his heart condition and Wade was out of shape or whatever. So we never got to see what they did without him. I'm pretty sure that team's a contender without him, bro. I'm not saying yeah. they win a ring, but Oh, yeah. Right. I definitely agree. And they can, right. can pretend. Can we, can we agree that? The Cavs, on the other hand, Kyrie. Kyrie's a big part of that team. Go ahead. No, no, you go, you go, you go. Man. I was just rebutting a little part. You can continue, though. No, I'm just saying that Kyrie left before. LeBron um, left the second time, right? Yeah, before he went to the Lakers. So they yeah. were already on the downside because they lost their second their second best player. You know what I mean? So it's not like the same condition where Jordan just disappeared and he had the same exact team, the same infrastructure. The, the, the circumstances are different, bro. And if we really get into it, to be honest, like, nah, Jordan's the linchpin to that team. They want to prove that they were nice without, without Jordan. So they played hard every game. They got to the top oh. level and they took it out. All of that is true, and I understand what you're saying, but I I personally don't believe that um, <clears throat> Jordan – I mean, LeBron, LeBron is better than Jordan career-wise. That has always been my argument. I think that the only person that can contend with Jordan career-wise is probably Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Bill Russell. Those are the only people that can contend with his career. All I ever said was in a vacuum, I'm taking the guy that is 6'8", <laughs> 250 pounds. More physically gifted, yeah. Yeah, that's the guy I'm but taking. The, that, that, the that's only Mark. In the intangible area, LeBron is definitely not. He's no near Jordan. Um, so I wouldn't say nowhere near. Like historic, three, probably the three greatest like physical freaks. Now he is. He's closer now, but back like for the majority of his career, nah. But the three major freaks and four major freaks in the history we see in the NBA, Will Chamberlain, Shaq, LeBron, and um, Giannis. They all have the physical gifts. The, old, the one who did the most so far is really is really be LeBron and between LeBron and Shaq. But you look at these physical freaks, and for some reason, they're always missing on the ring count, like their success, because they, they depend too heavily on their physical gifts. Whereas guys like Kobe, who 
for all intents and purposes, an average size for his position, average talent. His hands are actually small for his size and still gets that level of success. Uh-huh. Look at Bill Russell, who's short for his position, still was clapping Will Chamberlain. All right. So whatever I'm, reason. I'm a Bill Russell hater. Right. When you going to step in and say something, man? I'm, I'm a Bill Russell hater. I'm going to let you know right now. Bill Russell... <laughs> Bill Russell had a way better team than Will Chamberlain did. Let's just start right there. Can, can you agree with me there? Can you name me one of Bill Russell's – I mean, can you name me one of Wilt's teammates besides Jerry West and Elgin Baylor? And that was on the downside of his career. You're wilding like – I'm go- I was gonna name Jerry West. So like, no, but that was when Bill. Um, that was when uh, Wilt was a little bit older. I'm talking about Bill Russell was playing with Bob Cousy and them niggas like his whole career. This nigga Bob Cousy, son. people always bring no. Him. Bob Cousy is the all time Celtic great. Like that's one of their heroes. So mm-hmm. who was who was Wilt playing with again? I'm sorry. Before he was 38 years old. All right. of course. All right, he must that, that's number one. Bill Russell is a product of his generation, and he did not play against elite talent night in and night out. His only elite talent was Wilt the Stilt, and by the time Wilt got a, a team that could contend with the Celtics, it was already too late. That's how I look at that. So I don't, I'm not putting Bill Russell in the same category because if I put Bill Russell in today's he, NBA, he doesn't uh, start. He don't start. He don't start. My friend, this is kind. This is man. You don't know that. <laughs> You want to know why? Because you want to, because there's a Draymond Green who's six six and he's locking up all five positions. His IQ is up there. As ratchet as he is, sometimes Draymond Green can ball when he's at when he's at his peak. Like there's guys who show you like yo, if I played back then, I'd be nice because I'm clearly nice now and I'm undersized. You know what I mean? So we can't say that Bill Russell wouldn't succeed. He obviously had a high basketball IQ to be doing what he was doing back then and winning against Will Chamberlain company. So I, I can't. That, Draymond Green plays with the greatest shooting that. backcourt of all time. Yeah. But to say that he's not a he's not a, he's not a factor on that team is a lie, bro. He plays and he's good. He's a factor. He costs no. He costs I'm not a Draymond hater. I fuck with Draymond. I think he's a he's a great role player. I think he got exposed this year, just like Steph Curry got exposed this year. Godfrey <laughs> don't like that. That team was no, no, no. together. <laughs> His thing about Steph Curry, y'all think I'm like the super Steph Curry fan. I just understand what he's done for that NBA. He changed the NBA. You just hate LeBron. I don't hate hate LeBron. LeBron is phenomenal, bro. He's a beast. But I'm one of those people who believes in, yo, you got to use more than your physical talents to be successful. Why? Because it's a a game. Like, yo, listen, one of the knocks against the NBA in the early 90s was like, yo, these guys just full yeah, they can run and jump, but like they don't think about – no, no. There's a there's an IQ level to this, and you can you can raise it. And LeBron is a, had a high IQ, but he doesn't use his team IQ a lot. Like the, the the strategy should not be give the ball to LeBron, let him penetrate, and then kick it out to somebody when they're cold to shoot every time. That can't be the that can't be the strategy. It's going to get beaten by the higher the teams with higher basketball IQs. A la the the Mavs, a la the, uh, the Spurs, and the Golden State Warriors. These teams, this is three teams I can name that beat him in the finals because of just higher Co- team coaching. Bro, but LeBron has had the choice of coaches. He always chooses bums. He's had the opportunity. He doesn't want to be coached by. He doesn't want to be coached by um, Miami. He didn't have a choice. He didn't have a choice in Miami. Yo, matter of fact, as a matter of fact, in Miami, it was Pat Riley who was like, "Yo, we're gonna do it this way." And LeBron was like, "So you're not gonna change things for me? You're not gonna get me the coach that I want? You you trust this guy who's already got his two championships? Pat Riley, who's a genius, who's won championships? 
No, nah, I don't want that parallel. I'm going back to the Cavs with with David Blatt. He made that choice. He had a good coach. Coach a good I definitely agree. That's why he left. I definitely could agree. I, I don't know for a fact, but I could yeah. agree. That's why he left. that burn. Yeah, <laughs> I could agree. That burn. <laughs> yeah, it's a fact. <laughs> but it doesn't change the fact that he's never had a Hall of Fame coach. All right. Bill Russell has red hard back. Yo, Spoh's gonna end up. Spoh's gonna yo, coach. Coach Spoh's gonna end up as a Hall of Famer coach. That's a fact. That, that's right, he's done. Hall of Famer. That's because, that's because it's so easy to become a fucking now. Hall of Famer in <laughs> basketball. That shit is trash, bro. So, 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 changing the goalposts, moving the goalposts. Here we go. Nah, nah, Papa nah. Eric Spoelstra is the same type of coach. Like, they like, fucking no. I love Eric They both end up in this Hall of Fame, and you like, I'll, I'll take either or. If you had a my thing, like, I don't really care. I'm choosing either or. No, no, no. This is my thing. This is my thing. I, actually, honestly, it depends on the, the team I have or who I would choose, but I would honestly, oh, God, God in today's me. NBA, I would go with... I would go for, <laughs> Can you yeah, stop, please? Come on, man. We so, take yeah. Pop 10 We're going to see how good Coach Coach Popovich is. We're going to see... Yo, we're going to see how good Coach Popovich is from here on out. You want to know why? Because there's no more Tim Duncan. There's no more um David Robinson. There's no They've more Kawhi. We're going to see how good he is now. They've been contenders. Can't we agree? Come on. Yo, he's always had Tim Duncan on his team. We don't know how good he's without him. Like, we're going to see how good Coach Spo is right now without Dwayne Wade and without LeBron. And he's doing pretty good in my opinion. So, yeah, no, nah, I'm a Heat fan. I love Spoelstra. I, I think he's I think he's, great. I think he's a good coach. I think he's he is. Great. He's a good coach, but he's, he's not a great coach. He's not a not Hall of Fame yet. coach. Not yeah, yet. he's he's pretty young. He's still pretty young. Yes, Tom. He's very young for, for a coach. That's not I, he's been the coach and I've seen his downs. He had a lot of downs. Yeah, yeah he got beat by his own, bro. My bad to cut you off, Godfrey. You no, didn't, no, you're right. He didn't utilize uh, Mike, Mike Beasley the way he was supposed to. Um, he went He went before that season, he went 15 and uh, 67, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, we have to remember things like that. I don't want to. Wade was injured. Yeah, no, that's fine. That's fine. But th- this this Miami team that he has now, like it's a good team, but they exceeded expectations. I think he had a team oh. back then that definitely could have been some something better than fifteen and sixty seven. You don't agree? Even I, with being hurt, I, I agree to a degree. But let me say this: I just find it interesting that y'all are so willing to protect LeBron that you're willing to gut your own team. That's not what I'm doing. I honestly, nah, nah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Heat fan. I don't hate Eric Spoelstra, but I dislike him. I don't. I okay. don't. I don't like his coaching style. I love Spoelstra. He he messed up one time. He got two rings off him off his coaching. But let me say this though: statistically speaking, when the Heat don't make the playoffs under Spo, it's always by like a small margin. It's not like they're at the bottom. Or their eleventh, they're always like, "Yo, number number nine, ten. Yeah. Like, they could have by a couple of games, and it's always some kind of injury factor, things like that. But for the most part, Coach Spoh's his resume is really good in comparison yeah. to, if anything, he's in the second tier of top coaches. To be quite honest, in today's uh, NBA, like, it's 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 Spur, it's um Kerr, it's um Popovich, um maybe Carlisle. I don't think he's that. Boy. I'll say Coach Carlisle right under there." It's those guys who are on that level, to be quite honest. If we're talking about today's NBA, 
So for me, when I look at that, I'm like, yo, LeBron has played with a good coach. He has. As a matter of fact, when LeBron was actually getting in the in the paint and going on going on the block and backing people down per Coach Spo and Pat Riley's design, that's what that was his best year, 2013. He moved on from that. He wants to be a ball handler again. I'm going to be a big behind point guard and try to be better than Magic Johnson. And he's never had that level of success and efficiency since. Mm-hmm. He has uh, had this, to do with other, it at the end of the day, like I said. Reasons. Like I said, Coach Phil Jackson, hold on, hold on. Phil Jackson was not a Hall of Fame coach before he got with Michael Jordan. And like, we were not looking at, oh, this is a Hall of Fame right here. No, we were like, except for playing in Puerto, coaching in Puerto Rico in certain places. And after that, it was a wrap. You took a, you took a good coach and you took a great player and put them together. Legend. Think yeah, about it, man. Come on, I'm but making a good Phil play. Phil Jackson has more rings than Michael Jordan. That just goes to show you that his shit works <laughs> without Michael Jordan. Yeah, Michael Jordan has the, you know, zero you know rings second, without you know him. Second, you know he got a team, a watered-down poor man's Michael Jordan. Are you kidding me, son? Okay, Shaq. That's, Shaq that's, and yeah, I understand Kobe. that. But how many rings did Kobe win without him? Yo, like... Yeah, that's a fact. Huh? Kobe didn't win without Phil Jackson either. I thought you were talking about Jordan. I'm All just right, letting cool, you know that these guys don't win without Phil Jackson, period. Michael Jordan retired because Phil Jackson wasn't going to coach him no more. What does that mean to you? Yo, because he, he built that relationship with him, and there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> yeah, there's there is something wrong, wrong with, with that. that. LeBron doesn't have that relationship with any coach, so he's out here He's out here three and nine or whatever the number is, something wild. Three and six. It's wild. Like, what? Hey, like, man. He even threw Tyron Lue under the bus. I don't recall, but if you say so, I don't remember him doing that. But this is this ain't a LeBron podcast. I'll just ask y'all niggas how y'all felt about the NBA coming back. LeBron, <laughs> Le- LeBron versus Jordan. Because LeBron, <laughs> LeBron is about to be foreign. There, there's no contest, but oh, that sounds great. How about uh, how about the uh, three rings with three different teams? Three finals MVPs with three different teams. That's pretty good. Oh, sounds like that's pretty good. Go- sounds like some gold shit. Huh? What? Wait, say, say that. Say sounds, that again. Sounds like some goat shit to me. What'd you, what'd you like, say, John? Oh, oh, oh it's um. It. Uh, LeBron has a chance to have uh three championships and three Finals MVPs with three different teams. Goat shit. That's what's up. So does Kawhi. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say he does too. Yeah. That's what makes Kawhi's it right dope, dope season. Kawhi gets one. It's like yo, I did it in less time and with less years of my prime, like and, injury. And, and less points. That's a fact. Yo, he's a, he's he's the weirdest NBA star we've ever seen. Like, just really? does he even have five thousand points? Is he a star? Nah. Is he a star? <laughs> Jim, uh, I think um, him and Andrew Wiggins have the same career points. Wow, that's great. Doesn't sound like a star to me. <laughs> see, see, that's where that's where stats are trash because like stats don't quantify how good you are. No, 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 no. He no. lost me. Hey, oh, listen, listen. It doesn't quantify how it doesn't quantify how great you are. Listen to this. What he did last year with the Toronto NBA was like, yo, I just went on a team and won a chip. Like what? How, son? How? Not the fact. Um, you know, injuries are part of the game. Yeah, yeah. How does that that happen? I just went on a team. And I decided to win. Oh, do tell. <laughs> I want to hear this. No, it, just, it, ha- it happens in ev- almost every season. I, I don't all right, all right, so, all right, so let's talk. Let's talk about this. What about the road to the finals? Who do you have to go through? 
Oh, he went through a lot of good teams. Oh my god. He, he went against the 76ers. Yeah. He went through the Bucks. Yep. Yeah, good team. He went through in the first round. Was it the Pacers? Yeah. He, no, 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 no. He didn't go through the Pacers. Uh it was the Magic. No, no, he did go. Oh, oh yeah. Magic. Yeah, because they lost game one to the Magics. That was a decent young team, actually. Matter of fact, now thinking about it. I mean, all of those teams are kind of young to me. Yeah. Oh, they young? We talking about we talking about Embiid. No, they, he's kind of young. But he still had to go against the Greek freak and beat him. In yeah, no, I agree. Legendary, was, legendary manners, bro. That was, last shot against the 76 was crazy. Yeah. They, nah, they, they definitely, he definitely willed his way to the finals. So I cannot. Yeah, I've seen LeBron do it, too. That's what I'm saying. We seen him Godfrey, what are you doing? Yeah, we seen him. He didn't have to go. He didn't have to go through. He didn't have to go through the seventy sixes and and um, Milwaukee to get there. He didn't have to go against the Greek freak to get there, bro. Yeah, but he had, also didn't even, have they, a great supporting cast either. Have they ever met up in in a series? Actually, now I think Who? about it. LeBron and uh, Kawhi. LeBron and, I mean, LeBron, LeBron and Giannis. And Giannis, LeBron and and um the seventy sixers. I don't think so. He did at the right time. He left the East at the right time, bro. I'm gonna tell you that much. I don't like that narrative, bro. No, no, I think about it. Look at the East now. Name the best teams in the East right now, son, and name their top players. Go ahead. Um, You got, like you said, the 76ers. You got Joel Embiid. Uh, uh, you got Ben Simmons. The Nets. You got the Miami Heat. Oh, my God. The East is stacked right now, son. Uh, not more stacked, stacked than the West, though. <laughs> yeah, come on, man. No, no, no. Let's talk it's about it. Let's, let's have that debate real quick. Have that debate real quick. So, what do you? who do you have in the West? And then let's talk about who we have in the East. I want to talk about overall who has a better, like, group of top-tier players? Okay. Uh, That's the West. Go ahead. Name them, though. Give me, give me, the, give me like, the top, the top five. Hey, first of all, you got Westbrook and Harden on the same team. Yeah. You got Kawhi and Paul George on the same team. I think Paul George is a bum, but that's that's another conversation. Uh, he's a bugging, but okay. That's he's another not conversation. That's his problem. That's good. Bron, um, Anthony Davis, um, Steph Curry, Clay. All right. And then you got the younger guys coming up, too. So you Joe. got Luka. Uh, I, of course, I forgot about Jokic and his squad, but I was I was going to mention Luca, Luca Porzingis with Carlisle as their coach, Donovan Mitchell. You got that, yeah. That that team is amazing too. I just think that the West has more star power oh, than the East. Damian Lillard too. You might be right actually, but in terms of uh, overall better teams, I think that the East has a more. You have a gauntlet to go through. You talking about Giannis? He is an MVP level player. You have yourself. Uh, what's his cast name? Embiid, who can't stay healthy. And no, I, I could, Simmons. I could, I could agree that's with. A, him. That's that's why I, I personally would trade him. I would. I, only thing I would agree with Godfrey on is in the East, LeBron will have to guard a lot more of those players. On the West, he doesn't have to guard the. Yeah, that's true. Good point. Good point. Yeah, he definitely would have to guard Ben Simmons and KD and. Well, yeah, no, that's definitely true. But I feel like LeBron's been there, cool. done that. Nah, not not again. Giannis in the seven games, or Ben Simmons in seven games, or KD in seven games before you even get to the finals. Nah. He was having trouble with Jason Tatum. I mean, oh, how you define that, 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 was a, that was a spread out Celtics team, though. Nah, that you shouldn't be getting dunked on by rookies, bro. That's a, nah, that was a lot fun. Nah, come on, man. Chris Brown's little brother should not be dunking on you, son. What? LeBron's playing defense, man. Yeah. That's what happens when you play defense. LeBron does not play defense. Stop it. How he got dunked on? Don't talk about Jason Tatum. Son. Yeah, because he was playing defense. No, he wasn't. He, he should have blocked that. That's what happened. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Block everything, right? <laughs> <laughs> they see him block Draymond Green one time. I didn't yeah. want to block everything. LeBron James. 
Oh man, block everything. Like you been to Tiago Split. That that was one of the greatest blocks of all time. Uh, huh? But uh, it was a great block. But I, my theory is, Godfrey, is that like nah, I your children, your children is gonna ask you about this great man, LeBron James, when they see his name on all the stats, like top mm-hmm. ten, like rebounding and and scoring and mm-hmm. sis. And you're going to sit there and you're not going to be able to say anything great about him because you spent all this time hating. <laughs> no, bro. You're not understanding. Y'all are not looking at it in context. Once again, I think about it, son. If LeBron is so great, which he is, he's phenomenal. But y'all put him up like top five. I'm like, that's a lot. Because you have to consider that during his reign, his 10-year reign, right? I've given 2010, 2020 is prime, right? Let's say that. Yo, he's let other teams eat on his watch. And one of them is the Dallas Mavericks. Are you kidding me, son? Nah, bro. That should not happen. That Dallas Dirt got one on LeBron? Yeah, yeah. That I don't yeah, he got one on Kobe, too. Don't you y'all, y'all leaving a lot of people out? No, no, no. He got so, swept by that team. That's fine. Uh, and, uh, and Durant about, lost to them too. And the young, Spurs lost to them too. Kevin Durant <laughs> like, was 22 years old, bro. He's 22. It don't matter. These people lost. Uh, so what was Kobe's excuse? Okay, keep that same energy. Good. <laughs> this is this chess. Nah, cool. like he beat Kobe. Cool. Is, nah, that's not uh, just chess. Swept them. He swept them in the first round. Because well, I was going to bristle was all right. Yeah, LeBron got swept before in the finals, and he got swept before many times. LeBron never got swept in the first round. You know who's? Dog. You know who's never got swept? You know who's never got swept? Who? Jordan. I right, he got swept actually. <laughs> I was about to say I could think he got swept. Nah, he got swept by Boston. He dropped 55 on, on them. Like, yeah, he was going. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. It's always a butt when he get beat, right? Always I really missed my point, man. <laughs> it's not a butt. Like, he hasn't lost any finals. Like, what are you talking about? No, that's like, amazing. Is, like, I'm, try- I'm trying to say, there's, that's, there's no debate between LeBron and Jordan. Like, I'm not here for that. My point is, like, when y'all try to bring Jordan down to bring LeBron up, don't do that. Just, like, let LeBron finish his career. We'll see where he's at. And it is what it is. Uh, my biggest argument against Jumpman is that the competition that he played against was not the okay. same. Mark, Mark Price. You, you want to know why? Because they lost. If they had won, you'd be like, yo, that team, that 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 Drexler team was one of the greatest teams because they were the only teams to beat Jordan. But we can't say that because he clapped everybody. You got to remember. Yo, you got to remember, even that, that Utah Jazz team, bro, like they were 60-win team both years. No, the Jazz were great. They came the back even harder, great. and Jordan was old, and he beat them. Now the Jazz were great. I give the Jazz were a legitimate champion. Now they're all legitimate championships, but the Jazz they were a team that if anybody uh, beat or lost to them, they that team is a great team. But come exactly. on, bro, Yo. that that that, that uh, Trailblazers team. Well, they still had to go to the West. They had to go to the West, and I always do this. I say this: you got to remember, like they were a young, a young, young Drexler and um, Blazers team. It's the same thing as if not the same exact thing, but the same thing as when LeBron beat up on a twenty-three-year-old KD and no, a twenty-year-old. No, 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 because Drexler is clearly not a generational talent. He's not. Drexler because he is not better than Oladipo. He has no rings to speak for what he was doing. Yeah, no, remove the rings. Just look at Drexler and look at Oladipo and tell me that if you swap both of those those dudes, that something would have changed. That's semantics. I can't tell you that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem. He wasn't a I generational talent. He was not a Drexler's not a generational talent. Kevin also, Durant, you have generational to, you have, talent. Hold on, but you have to also understand that during that time, 
Jordan was actually revolutionizing the shooting guard position. So no, absolutely, Drexler was I, one of those rare players who, was like, oh yeah, he's doing that. You know what I mean? Like, so it's it's something you have to understand. Like the the shooting guard was not allowed to do what Jordan was doing. Yeah, Jordan he didn't have to guard anybody because Scottie Pippen. Oh did. my God, he would pick up <laughs> the hardest assignments. Like he would take. Oh, your he point wouldn't look in the finals. Won. Look when they played against uh, the Lakers. That's another championship that I give them. That's a hard fought championship. But Magic mm-hmm. Johnson was old, dog, and he, Jordan couldn't even guard him. Prime, <laughs> no, that's prime that's Michael Jordan. Yo, prime true. Michael Jordan that's could not, not guard old man. That's not true, bro. Magic true. Johnson. That's, that's literally how it you went down, me, bro. You have to show me visual proof. I watched the documentary. I'll send you the episode. They had to put they had to put Scottie Pippen on him after game one because Magic Johnson was busting Jordan's ass. They had to put Scottie on him. And once they put Scottie on him, they did not win another game in that series. And you know what? Here's the thing though. Even if that's true, even if it is, because I could be wrong about that. I just don't I don't remember seeing it. But let me say this. Even if it's true, it's not like it's a random guy. That's Magic Johnson, by the way. Yeah, I know. Let's not let's not act like oh some other player. Like Magic Johnson's top five. Uh, he doesn't yeah, okay. get no. He doesn't get enough respect, honestly. He no, I, get enough. I, I used to think that Magic Johnson was better than Jordan. I used to jack that. It's a, well, and that's a good. That's a I good debate. That that's a pretty good debate. Uh, nah, well, not when you put up them. I think Magic numbers, Johnson. Bro. I think Magic Johnson better than LeBron, honestly. No, no, no. He's not. I think <laughs> he's he is. Not. He's not, he's bro. Not. <laughs> y'all talk about showing up to the to the finals. Like this dude has five rings and like showed up like eight times too. Like we talking about. No, no, yeah, he did. But he also had Kareem Abdul Jabbar, my nigga. Kareem oh, Abdul Jabbar, Chris Bosh and D Wade and Kevin Durant. Yo, Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Kyrie and Kevin Durant. I mean, Kevin uh, Love don't mean nothing. Who was the point guard on that team when it was Bosh and D Wade? Well, one year it was, it was LeBron James. It was Carlos Arroyo. We had Carlos Arroyo and Eddie Eddie Curry. No, yeah. you had Mario Chalmers and Norris Cole. Uh, I'm talking about I'm talking about the year when we lost yeah, to the math. We had Bibby. <laughs> we had Arroyo. So, Anthony. so because of that, you lost to the Mavericks, who had oh. JJ Barea and Jason Kidd as their point guards. Wait, not that wait, Jason Kidd's a Sean Marion. But still, like, that's not an excuse for a freaking age like LeBron at 24, 25. Bro, no, he was like 26. I, see, this is why I think coaching comes into play because a coach is going to get those guys that I'm laughing at, like that they was on the team, and get them involved. Like how yeah. Rick Carlisle got J.J. Barrera involved or how mm-hmm. Jason Kidd was able to, you know, use his, his – his, uh, his wisdom, because he's a veteran, to you know, yeah. help get a championship. That's a fact. But I can't, I can't, I can get them involved, but I can't make LeBron score more than eight points. Like LeBron did that. Oh, no, yeah, that's LeBron, LeBron yeah. shoot the best. Yeah, yeah, eight points in the finals. That definitely, that definitely. So that's wild. Like yeah. what are you talking about? No, nah, you're right. You're right. That that finals is unexcusable. But Magic Johnson had one like that too. Tragic Johnson. Don't forget about that. That's it happens. True. It didn't happen yeah. to Jordan, though. You know why it didn't happen to Jordan? Why? Because he had a great supporting cast. He had mental toughness. He had a great coach. Jordan was that dude from day one, bro. He was I, hitting I shots gave like him that. that. I said he had mental toughness. I didn't oh, say right. that. You didn't hear that part? I'm just making sure you know. Like, <laughs> that was my second point. I can't take that away from jump, man. And by the way, Magic Johnson, the reason why he had that tragic Johnson because the age was kicking in, bro. Like, <laughs> No, nah, that was way before the age. <laughs> My theory is that he doesn't really even have a uh, A's that uh, they, a, they paid him to be a spokesman. 
No, no, no. He had AIDS. I'm gonna send you this. I'm gonna send you this link, bro. Um, this weekend, it's a link that takes you directly to a page that shows you that they have a complete cure for AIDS. It's a government site, matter of fact. Mm. There's a there's a there's a complete cure for AIDS. I, 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 don't don't send it to me. Don't send it to me because you know what's gonna happen, bro. They're gonna start yeah. killing niggas. Yeah, yeah I'm but, not trying to die over that. I rather die over something else. That has to be a cure because it's a immune uh it's a immune, immune uh disorder or disease. Yeah. That that is curable. If your immunity can be re- can yeah, be yeah. repaired and rebuilt, exactly. absolutely. Exactly. So Dr. Sebi's the one who actually put um Magic Johnson on. That's the legend at least. Like he he met with Dr. Sebi and got cured. I can believe Oh, him. um on another podcast, um, God willing, we're gonna debate uh Dr. Sebi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna read up because this dude here be trying to shit. <laughs> I'm, fucking, I'm, not, I'm, not, trying, I'm not trying to shit on him, bro. Yo, don't do that. He's from Honduras, bro. My people from nah, Honduras. Nah, nah, I know. I, I, I jack, I jack Dr. Sebi to an extent. But we're gonna, we gonna, we gonna talk about him a little bit. We're gonna, we gonna get into that a little bit because I know yeah, you're very knowledgeable on nutrition. Yeah. I know you are very knowledgeable. Some I'm just gonna talk about it now. Nah, I think I think we we gave we gave our uh, fans a lot of the shit to digest for today. Um, uh, this podcast took like what four weeks in the making. Let's just you know tighten up and actually yeah. not take four weeks to do an episode, and maybe we can yeah. get some quality content out there. I I will say that I did uh, I did flake. That was because of work. But other than that, I was always ready. That was one. Nah, time. That's true. Godfrey everyone, everyone, everyone in his uniform. I remember. Every, I was ready. Everyone, <laughs> everyone, everyone gets one eight-point game. After that, no more excuses. Right? So, that, that was fair. my eight-point game. That's fair. But um, before we get up out of here, you guys have anything you want to plug and promote? Uh, uh, Godfrey, you want to go first? Uh, yes. To um, so-called black people and all people, really, we got to get back to the boat. We got to get back to righteousness. We have to get back to law, order, and um, how to be like to live correctly. That's all I have to say. Get back to the book. Study it. We're in the last days. Get in that book. Get right with God. Yes, um, sir. Tune, what you got for us, man? Yes, sir. Uh, back to the ratchet shit. Uh, definitely agree <laughs> with uh, Godfrey. He's definitely right on everything he said. I want to piggyback off of that. But July 3rd, I'm dropping a single, Money Marathon. Uh, it's coming out everywhere. Make sure you listen to it. Uh, pre-save it. It's going to be available on Tidal, Apple Music. Oh, Spotify, everywhere you can find music at. Shooting the video July 6th. Hope to see people out there. Uh, keep listening out for it. Where's, the, right. where's the album coming? Where's the mixtape? My bad, sorry. Hopefully, a couple weeks after that. It depends on how people uh, gravitate to the single. I have about like six six songs, some, a quick EP just to throw out there. Shoot some videos, get some visuals going. You know, everybody, we ain't got, no, I, I know me, I ain't got nothing but time. So I'm trying to get everything situated in order, you know, so I could present it to the world the right way. Yeah. Sounds good. Um, <clears throat> I want to say, you know, RP to all the people that, you know, lost their lives during COVID. Yes. RP to the black brothers and sisters that are getting killed by the police every week, every day, every second. RIP to Huey. The inventor of pop, lock, and drop it. He also passed oh, away yeah, recently. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. He definitely died at 32. Very, very, very sad. Wow, yeah, he got, she got killed in, um, I think it's St. Louis. It was, yeah. it was a shooting. 
RIP to him too. On a lighter note, um, you know, we're still building our podcast network. Just stay tuned. I'm trying to get us on Spotify. So all the Spotify users can get on there. I'm trying to get Godfrey to finally make us a podcast to get us in the righteous light. I'm gonna be on there. I'm a I'm gonna represent the um the people that need to be guided right in the right direction. Because <laughs> that I'm definitely one of Godfrey's po- projects. I know. <laughs> I'm taking I've been making strides, leaps and bounds. That's a fact. Um, but well, uh, you know, we just we just want to. Uh, I want to be nutrition for our people. I want us to be on all corner of the whole market. I want us to be there for their souls, their mentals, for their laughs, for a, a platform for them to promote their own stuff. You know, stuff like that. So, you know, it's it's we've been working on it. You know, we're, as regular black people, shit, we've been dragging our feet on shit. We need the fire <laughs> under us sometimes to like get us in gear. But once we do get in gear, we'll we'll probably corner the market. I've been now uh, studying a lot of dudes like you know Joe Rogan, Bill Simmons. They they've, they've shown the blueprint, and I don't think they're as you know. Maybe Joe Rogan is, but I think they're not as ear to the ground as we are. And like you said earlier, we are the culture. So if we make it, if we build it, they will come type of deal. So that's that's pretty much what we got in store for you know everybody else. Absolutely. All right, this is a great episode of uh, Gas Money. Normally we we get taken out by uh, you know a cool little saying. I don't do it, so it's always on tune and the guests to do it now. So you guys can take us out of the episode <laughs> however y'all want. Have at it. Uh, this hasn't been another episode of... Damn, we had some serious topics, though. It's like hard to do it with serious topics. Get it done. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this hasn't been another episode of LeBron is better than Jordan money. This hasn't been an episode of... Mask money? I'm not good. <laughs> I tried. I tried. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. Uh, this hasn't been another episode of... Well, this has been an episode of Black Lives Matter, Money. Yeah. That's it? All right. Can I get a perfect, at least? Perfect. Thank you. <laughs>